1: There's only two things I own that are leather Okay I have my baseball gloves from when I was a kid Before I gave up meat No need to throw them out Sure Can't save that cow And then I was really worried about this one hike I had to do It was like a pretty scary one that a lot of people like die on. And in a pinch, I knew I needed good hiking boots and I couldn't find vegetarian ones. So I had to buy what I think. I think they might be synthetic, but they also might have some leather strapped in. And I don't like it.
2: Let me ask you this. Someone gives you a gift, a notebook. Yeah. Leather. Yeah. It's already been paid for killed whatever <laughs> do you do you re-gift it to someone else do you hold on to it do you throw it? A, what's your kind
1: do you do you politely say hey actually i say nothing okay because that's really tacky sure uh i don't throw it in the garbage because okay. that's a waste uh yeah i would re-gift or just give to somebody who i think would want it i would try to keep it alive in the spirit of the animal that was given for this notebook but i certainly wouldn't say anything that's super cheesy yeah i guess like excuse me uh, do you know nothing of my ethics yeah um no i wouldn't say anything but also i mean i realize that there's no pragmatic reason not to touch the notebook you know what i mean like the thing's dead and skinned and already been bound into a book. Right. So obviously I can't help this thing out anymore. But when it comes to like leather couches and stuff that like you touch and it's around, it actually just grosses me out because I just think of skin. Is this leather, do you think? Yeah, it definitely is. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard for me to tell sometimes. Fancy studio like this, leather I feel
2: like synthetics have come a long way.
1: They sure have, but (laughs) I feel like leather, and this is as a buyer of fake leather for many years- It doesn't wear the same. It yeah. kind of looks the same at first, but the way it creases and the way it ages is quite different. So that's where a couch, I don't think you're going to get very far. I think the fake ones are probably the ones that get those little crackies eventually right. in there. And that's why the ladies or the men like to wrap their couches in plastic. Did you ever go to those houses? Yes, when you were a kid? absolutely. Plastic couch houses? Yeah. So uncomfortable. Yeah. It's sort of like why I have the couch. I feel the same way with couches, shoes, and cars. Like, three things people obsess over keeping nice. And to me, it's like a Sisyphean task. Like, there are three things that are just going to be destroyed. Eventually, yeah. Especially living where I live, like yeah. your bumper. If you're trying to save your bumper or something, sure. <laughs> yeah, that's like just, that's So I almost like want them just to take a little ding, like as quick as possible. So I just don't care anymore. Guitars is
2: one like that too, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. right?
3: I used to always be so grateful for the first ding of an on a new guitar. Yeah, because up until that point, it was just nerve wracking. Yeah, but I, I never know. really I I and I also used to buy even when I had money, I would buy used guitars. I just felt like there was more soul in them oh, yeah you do like
1: the spirit of the person who played dude, it before you it is.
3: there's definitely some shit there dude <laughs> do you think
1: that's material. true does like juju <laughs> pass over into an instrument like if someone who just ripped on an instrument like there's good juju in it
3: yeah man something that generates <laughs> emotion and like yeah yeah and, and plus it's an organic wood it's made of organic material I, I mean I don't know when I was treated really, with when I was really material. young taking my first guitar lessons like fourteen years old take probably, us a walk down memory lane what was this rural Indiana I you know, <laughs> this was in Massachusetts <laughs> my guitar teacher had a shop right and he had this guitar in there it was a black Les Paul and it it was it was so you know it was war- like the like the neck was worn through you know to the wood in in the areas where like the major chords were like A and G and whatever and um, it had been a studio guitar and he had like a list of like all the guys that had played it when it had been in the studio and it was like you know like every 70s guitar player cool like that is cool like huge rock stars and I remember picking up and of course I was obviously very impressionable but uh, I just I felt like I could feel it man <laughs> I, I tried to get my dad to buy it and there was no way no <laughs> Last night, I, I was
1: a little frustrated after everyone went to sleep. I just don't think I got my any physical activity out or anything. And I felt that beast inside me. And I was very tired, but at about nine thirty ten, 10, I walked over to my drum space, you know, maybe dabbled a little of the good, good. And then I played uh, Led Zeppelin Physical Graffiti, or the bulk of it, and it just felt so nice yeah just so cathartic what do you do you put it on i was head- in like the middle of in my time of dying and i'm just
3: like so what you have it on I'm headphones like, oh! you
2: have it on headphones or you play it over a pa or what's headphones, it? headphones for me yeah
1: i brought that up because sometimes john bonham died not long before i was born within the year Sometimes when I'm playing a Led Zeppelin record, I like to like think in my head. I'm like, "Ah, oh, there's that little piece of John. What's up, bro?" <laughs> and then there's this uh, Led Zeppelin uh, matted poster up in my house, and Bonham's rocking like long hair and a mustache in it. And and my son goes "Dada" when we walk by it.
2: Wow. Yeah.
1: And I'm like, sure. Deep saying it. I don't even correct him. I'm like, <laughs> fuck do, it. Do you think Joe from the Menzingers ever has that fantasy? Nah, he probably is a different one. He probably has <laughs> got someone different. Um, We should have asked him. Yeah, we should ask asked him. But I don't think it's Bonham. No, probably not. What does not. he look like? He looks more like Liberty DeVito. <laughs> Maybe that's just because he's, he's Italian. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what Liberty DeVito I think he's like. got a Jerry Carl, so I don't know if this is right at all. I don't know. I'm surprised I remembered his name real fast. Me too. Yeah. Not to be confused with Danny DeVito. Of
2: course. Of course. But yeah, this is a Menzinger's interview. You set this one up.
1: I did. Yeah, we played with him the night before. Uh, my band Wax Bottles was booked, but we had to cancel. So I snaked my way onto the show with my other band, Mercy Union. And we played a very fun show. And then uh, met in Brooklyn, and Tom and Joe came. And by. Tom and Joe came, and we had this fine discussion. Yes, we had this at uh, a bar. A bar. A bar. A bar. Over on Manhattan Avenue. Manhattan. Ave.
2: That's right. And here's the interview with uh, Joe, Joe and Tom, Tom from the Menzingers It's going on
1: Wait, tell me more about the dollar store.
4: Oh, the dollar store. Yeah, did you at the have to wear store. anything
1: like a polo? No.
4: Yeah, you wear a polo, but not like a uniform. Was it the chain? The dollar store? It was dollar Tree.
1: Dollar so I knew Tree. this kid whose like
4: Trees. neighbor was like the manager of like these Dollar Tree stores. And oh, a regional manager, like a like a big shot. Okay, yeah. and he was like, "I can get you a job." I was like sixteen. My mom was just on my ass. She's like, "You need a job." Yeah, and I was like, "I know a guy." <laughs> I'll, work, I'll work at the dollar store. You so what, it was sick.
2: What was the experience like? What did you like about it? Oh God. I don't even
4: remember, honestly. I it was just easy. It was just so easy. You had to deal with a lot of freaks though. Yeah. Because people even like they're getting things for a dollar and they're still just up your ass, just being oh, like, of course, insane.
1: Well, the people but, who are actively shopping at the dollar store need those cents
4: mm-hmm. yeah.
1: more. Like I used yeah, to that's, when, I, I mean, when I delivered pizzas. To like the really poor areas of town, they'd ask me for like silver back, you know, on dollars, which mm. for a pizza man is it's offensive. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're yes. not even willing yeah. willing to give me your silver. Yeah. You know? And uh, yeah, it, it led to a couple altercations. Yeah. Not physical
4: altercations, sure, sure. but
1: someone being like, hey, what, you got my change? And I'm like, no.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
1: like, I just, no. Yeah, I'm yeah. a fucking ice cream man and carry that shit in my.
4: Belt. I was definitely Belt. in hindsight too, like shy of a kid at that point in my life to be working in any sort of like customer service or anything retail. Because <laughs> You have to like talk to people. Yeah. I wasn't good at that. Then my hair was like in my eyes.
5: And, like, yep. Hemp what necklace.
4: Yeah, hemp necklace <laughs> yes. all the way. There's I work.
5: worked in the grocery store across the parking lot. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. the
4: same shopping center across. So we would. What just, was like, that called? Garrity's. Little. Garrity's. Garrity's supermarket. Were you guys yeah.
2: playing music together at that point? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We
4: were like, yeah. it's like sixteen, seventeen. We okay. were already jamming yeah. the band before this but still same. This was
1: Bob singing. and the Saggots? Yep. Yeah. Scott Band. Those days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
4: Couple I was uh, shy of
1: Menzingers. Uh, see, this is like just all, everything about the Menzingers to me is exactly indicative of this story. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I've never met a group of people who've just known each other so long <laughs> yeah. and like grown up together and started this so long ago and then like, stayed in the same exact band with the same guys actually like let it grow. And on top of that, as someone who's like toured with you guys and like been around it, if you like, you don't even know who the leader of the Menzingers is. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> and that's like really rare. You know what I mean? Like I, like once you get into like the minutia and you see like, who's actually like answering fucking emails and shit, like maybe you'll find out, but like, on the outside, nobody knows. Yeah. Like, it is one of those true, like, democratic kind of bands. And I think the only people ever to pull that off have been Canadians. (laughs) And Sick of It All. That's it. it. Like, it's pretty much the the things I can think of. Mm -hmm. But, like, I always wondered with you guys about, like, just the decision-making process. Like... Like, how does something trickle in from like management through you guys to like making a decision
5: we've got uh we are I'm glad you picked up on the democratic thing because we are you know the epitome of a democratically functioning kind of unit uh sometimes to a fault when you can't get to a decision made. So everybody's just kind of like, all right. And then you just don't talk about it again. until It's like two months later. It's like, wait, I need an answer. It's it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh wait, we did have to decide something, but uh, it's amazing because we could all just be friends and, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, there's no like ever, no one's mood. It makes the decisions, you know what I mean? Like no one can be in uh, a different place and then completely affect the way that that we operate. But it's great because we'll have a couple group, like group texts. One of them is with our manager and that one is the one that like, the real, he'll email everybody first and then nobody will get back to him for like two days and then he just jumps in the text. Right, and right. Kind of just like hash it out if everybody's around. Do you yeah. guys like you
1: guys go on a text outside of the manager? Oh, yeah, we got yeah, one. We like,
4: okay. We have every version of group between group text. And yeah, we've crew, got all the band us, and crew us. Yeah.
5: Us and crew, us and just our tour manager, us yeah. and our manager. How often do you,
2: do you send it to the wrong
5: group? Do you ever do that? I've done that before. Uh, I've definitely done it before, but yeah. I don't think in the band one. Yeah, now. not so much in the yeah. band one. I don't that's think good. it's ever happened.
1: And there's it. never a break in democracy where there's a one-on-one conversation that's involved in the group text? Uh, Yeah, it does. Happens. I mean, sure you try, try to try. not
5: take it personally so it gets, like, cooled down real quickly, but maybe that'll break off into a single text and then uh, hash it out and come back. Sure. Yeah. And he tells two friends. <laughs>
4: I know when I get a text from our tour manager, Scott, like just write to me, not in a group that I'm like supposed to be doing something I didn't do. Like Otherwise we don't text each other personally, but it's like Scotty Bell comes in I'm like, oh shit, what did I forget to do? but wow. like,
1: well, what are like, I mean, so in reality, I mean, you guys have found a lot of success and you're obviously like making good decisions. So what's like something that you could actually like take from it that's like something you guys found that, like, works that could, like, work for another band or something. I mean, it's, like, hard, you know? I mean, Mm -hmm. I've I've gotten to that point where I'm, like, I feel like bands operate more functionally when someone's, like, a sledgehammer. You know what I mean? And, like, and that's kind of when, like, things move a little bit more and have a little more focus. But, like, that's because of my, like, through many (laughs) years, like, just a lot of, like, democratic things like yeah like not being um functional enough yeah. to like survive so like what's like an actual like tangible tip you man could, like, i advantage? think uh
5: what what i found that works for me the best and what i think i notice works for us uh, collectively is when you're able to remove yourself from like uh the idea or i don't know opinion that you, you have about something let's say it's a t-shirt design or riffing a song or or whatever, a city that you want to play, if there's a, a discussion happening and it's like decided that you won't be doing what you want, it's not a personal attack on you. It's just how it moves. It's a decision to be made. You know, it's like uh, you can't let it be a reflection of like a lack of your self worth or something like that. You know, like uh, I think if you can separate yourself from it like that, then uh, you can not have any type of long lasting grudge or anything like that. Also, yeah. I
4: think it just boils down to I mean, I can think about this for days is why we have this unit we do, but I think it just comes down to like egos and not having any yeah. like, there's no, it's, I don't know. I think it's sometimes as simple as that. Some, somebody in a band's in some bands have egos and that just makes everything hard. Yeah. But I don't think we keep, I don't know. We've always just kept each other in check. I mean, don't get me wrong. We've gone all gone through our phases, but it's never anything drastic enough to where like, you know, we've always kept each other in check to be able to just yeah. be like,
5: I don't think we're good at picking and choosing our battles too. You get down and be like, "Do you, like who gives a shit if the shirt's Kelly green or Forrest green? You know, like, <laughs> yeah. It doesn't really." <laughs> like you get heated for a second. You're like yeah, at that point, you're just like, "Oh, I don't even care like, about this." What are we I'm actually just talking over, talking over about or something. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, I mean, how strategic are you guys though? Like, as far as like, I don't know how this stuff works, but could you like text your manager and be like, "We want to go on Tour Earth Green Day, like make it happen."
5: Yeah, like, yeah we, 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 we text do. him and our uh, <laughs> uh, booking agent Phil all the time that we want to go on tour of 311 usually at like 2 o'clock in the morning to the point so.
4: where over the years it's been an ongoing thing for years now. we've been with Phil for like I don't know six, seven years whatever yeah. it's been maybe longer but it's been like a, a yearly thing where you know we're like yeah dude get us on tour of 311 and it got to a point a couple years ago where he actually was in the position to submit us, and he's like, <laughs> "I just want to be clear. All these years, was this a joke? Because <laughs> like, I can actually I can do actually it. it yeah. Like, I can at least submit. It might not be the worst. For yeah. you guys that might well, be, be kind
2: be of no
1: one would expect it. What's yeah. three eleven like? What do they draw these days? Where are they playing? They played at the Tower
4: Theater in Philly last time. I we saw them, them a couple years ago. What's yeah, what's the like cap there? Three thousand or right, something. Around there
1: They're somewhere. Doing fine. They're doing good. Yeah. Doing
4: fine. I just saw on Instagram because I follow them on there. What's that their they, biggest
1: song? The Cure covers though.
5: It might be. It that might
4: be. Amber? Yeah, Amber. I don't know Down, how big it. the
5: songs were at the head in the nineties, but to me, they're you know they were massive.
4: Yeah, it's hard to judge like now what it's that would be. Day. Joe,
5: you got a
2: three
4: eleven update? On yeah, Instagram. What's going on? Yeah. Oh, I just saw that they did House of Blues in San Diego a couple okay. nights yeah. in a row. I don't know. I forget how big that is. We played there. Seven hundred. or something? Yeah, yeah, so a few nights there. So yeah, was, Yeah, you
2: guys can maybe fine. bring out
4: different groups of fans to each other's. You yeah. know. Yeah.
5: Well, now Bridget, the way I yeah. see
4: it is, we just got off tour with Sublime, so I feel like. <laughs> That we made some yeah some, fan, some, some fans some reggae fans yeah. yeah some reggae rock fans from that
5: oh, how man. was Sublime yeah awesome yeah yeah it was a lot of fun I had
4: blast on that tour
1: yeah I was just in a in a, speaking of group texts my horrible group text that I'm in with many friends that I'm not allowed to name was just talking about Sublime and I found myself defending Sublime mm-hmm. because like there's just there's just better things to hate isn't there oh yeah you know right yeah like like they really weren't bad I think. I, I said it, they were like, I'm like, listen guys it's just like ska music for lacrosse kids you know what I mean? Like, like, don't be so offended by it.
4: It's like, yeah, totally. it's like
1: watching Anchorman and trying to find like a deep meaning Yeah, you know, just let it be as sublime There are kids
4: listening to Sublime that fun. didn't realize they liked bad religion but did you know right and they, and they, that's true like that you know uh,
2: like,
1: do you guys remember that band i think i told the
2: story did i tell you my sub- really quick sublime story
1: no but i you uh, remember that
2: band. band on your label epitaph dead fucking last i remember they, the put, name? they yeah. put out an album in like the late 90s and it was like produced by one of the beastie boys and they played in cleveland opening for sublime where you're from <laughs> where i'm from <laughs> at peabody's down under and i went and sublime was headlining and it was a school night and i never heard of them and just left
3: And (laughs) And they're playing a
2: club with like a hundred people. Oh oh my god, that's awesome! Yeah, in like 1997 or something.
1: Damn the uh, the first time I ever went to Asbury Park was for 311. Really? Yeah, it was at the Stone Pony with a band called The Urge. Urge, yeah, from I believe St. Louis. Okay, and uh, I went with my buddy Matt in his rickety Ford Escort, parked in Asbury. I've never been there. I have no experience with this place. Shut the door. Guy comes right up to us holding a flapjack. You know those little leather things with the lead inside. Yeah. Basically, yeah. just you know, meant to knock someone real fast or before break a window. Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, what's up, guys? Uh, um, you know, there's a lot of break-ins going on around here <laughs> <laughs> goes that right?" And uh, I'm like 13 or 14 or something when this is happening, like 94. And you know, I'm terrified. And the guys like, "Oh, I'm, we're like, really?" And he's like, yeah, but you know, you give me like $10, I'll make sure we stay around the car and that'll be safe. And like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Sure. And it worked. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I'm glad. I mean, well, basically he was just like, if you don't give me $10. Yeah. Like that working, would happen yeah. in Cleveland yeah.
5: too. <laughs> I like think all the time. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's just racketeering. It's it is. Great. It's just
5: unlike the the most minimal levels. But so you got to
1: you gotta, you gotta make your way, right? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there's something out there. I respect it when I see stuff like that.
2: Did you guys ever see any, like, crazy stuff as shows in Philly kind of growing up? Like, any, like, dangerous experiences?
5: Just lots of fights that were involved people that were twice my size yeah. and moves like three times as fast as i will ever move yeah so, yeah
4: it's kind of crazy now to think like i feel like when we go to shows there's always that fights were just a thing like it was like expected like don't that you, was gonna happen yeah a fight
2: don't you feel like you weren't really i wasn't that scared when it would happen then and i feel like if it happened now it'd be terrified oh, like yeah. you were just
4: like oh these guys are fighting next to me but i'm just gonna focus on the band right yeah that's yeah i think it was just much more expected then he, yeah like, he, someone's gonna fight you know it's normal but yeah, now it's like, what the hell was going to probably, you know, stab somebody? I was mm-hmm. Like it's going to escalate. I, in my head, I think it's going. Yeah, to
5: Yeah, it seems like it's really declined over the years. I mean, we used to. Our running joke was every the first six or seven shows we played in Boston, we had to stop because of a giant fight broke out, and we would just be like, "All right, well, that's while well, they, that's how they go to shows in Boston." I guess. Yeah, <laughs>
2: Boston, I think is the most violent. Yeah. yeah, how often do you guys have to stop a show for a fight these days? These days,
5: probably like twice a year. Okay, if, uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, so it really rare. doesn't happen very often anymore. Yeah. Which is a good thing. That is good.
1: What do you like to do when it happens?
5: Well, I try to keep cool a it voice down? really low, like and not get righteous. Um. I hate when people on stage get uh really righteous about something <laughs> because you can't even see what happened, you know. You don't know like maybe that guy had a really good reason to Start punching another guy in the head or B2B yeah. B2B or whatever. I feel
4: like it's that thing where like somebody stops a fight and the guy and like the front man is always like this is a shit you know yeah, that bullshit. Yeah, dude, and then, yeah, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. everybody cheers. Out? But if that guy said like this, the opposite, if he was like yeah man you, that's not right, you got to fight for your shit here, you got to come you know. I feel like yeah. people would just cheer anyway. It's <laughs> yeah. like, right just like anyway. in the crowd. Yeah, that's right. kind of
1: bullshit, right? You're like everybody, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> and you're to do this. <laughs> show, you're like don't fight. Yeah, yeah you know? right. it's like getting them all worked up. Yeah, that's I just think of
5: the kids I knew from back. Wow. And I just get drunk and get a little carried away, you know. Mm-hmm. get excited, just go cool off, drinks water.
1: It is yeah. true. I, it was like I guess back in the day, like seeing someone get punched in the face, it was almost like there was like a sport to it, you know. There was something <laughs> going on there. I think yeah. often there was even a camaraderie. Yeah, definitely. you know. In the end, I would be more scared now. Someone's yeah. going to like go to their car and come back, get something horrible. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Johnny, you a gun owner? <laughs> no <I'm> not again, <laughs> not again not. you never know I mean I don't know I don't know about you and your secret secret life
2: no just like a lot of yoga a lot of bar rescue yeah you know the great, opposite of great show
1: game. Um, what did, did you guys grow up with any of that stuff like you know out in I mean oh, you like, know oh, my, oh, yeah 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 like <laughs> yeah. how yoga that must have been
5: <laughs> I remember the first time I learned about yoga it was augusta Koch <laughs> he uh, plays in Kaitana. I was like, yeah. there's "This thing, yoga." <laughs> yeah, it's like, "Oh, that's cool." What, you it's like, shoot I shoot heard that at in Scranton. Yeah. <laughs> I just immediately went and got my gun. <laughs> I was really nervous about it. Yeah,
1: but yeah, there must be like a lot, a lot of gun culture
5: up there. Oh, yeah, from, specifically right? right outside of Scranton. There's a lot of like hunting is a big part of the culture. I had a yeah. lot of um, some family members that hunted, and mm-hmm. some that bow hunted, and then Boy Scouts who learned to shoot when we were really young. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, people had guns and gun cabinets in their house. You'd just be, like, hanging out and be in the it was living very normal, room yeah. or something. Yeah,
4: yeah. Very, like, common thing. Yeah. Has it made you ever want to get one or have one? Or it either? made me think about, should I have one or not, or do I want one? I've definitely thought – I mean, in the end, the answer was no. I don't feel like I want one, but um, – Why is it was answer, around. no? For me? For you, yeah. Uh, I just – I don't know. I don't think that I need it. Like, you know, I don't need a gun. Like some people are like, I need a gun under my bed. Yeah. Like if you live in fucking, you know, I don't know. I'm good. I think I'm all right. Yeah. I don't know. Take your chances. I will take my chances. Yeah. I just think it it escalates things in a certain way too. I don't know. I, I'm, I don't know where I stand on it to be yeah. really honest. I just don't have, I don't feel the need to have one.
1: Have you ever read like Nazi threads on Twitter? No. Cause I always want one after that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, where I'm like, oh, wow, I am actually in, like, immediate danger. Yeah. yeah. You know? Like, th- you ever think about it, Tom?
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I enjoy shooting a lot. I like to go with my brother-in-law. Um, I really like shooting vintage um, weapons from World War II. It's pretty cool. Like some of the Soviet SKS and uh, AK-47s, like that. never shot an automatic gun before, Um Imagine that'd be interesting. But it's, uh, I think it kind of, without like getting into some kind of, you know, I like, get myself in trouble talking about how I enjoy shooting guns. I so, don't you know if people react on the internet. But, uh. What the fuck is the internet? <laughs> it's this place where <laughs> anonymity it's, it's full of growing pains, I think, right now. Oh, okay. People kind of get carried away. I've
1: heard it. I think I'm going to log on. That's what you say? Yeah, you log yeah, on. I think I'm you think I'm gonna plug in. So you can, dial yeah. up. Yeah. 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 But, I mean,. I'm asking these these questions because I've been considering it myself
5: mm-hmm. yeah, for a totally. while,
1: and now like the idea that uh, like I would need to protect like like a family or something like that. Yeah, that's.
4: I think know? that's the only time it kind of.
1: But are you actually protecting them? Statistically, apparently, I'm not. Mm-hmm. By even just bringing it around. Yeah, know? it
5: gets. I think it gets hairy with that because you know if you. Having a gun in the household, I mean, it's, it seems like a redundant idea, but having a gun in your household greatly reduces the uh, chances of being involved in a gun accident or a gun crime, you know, because like, there's a gun in the house. Yeah, so I think you like get shot. Obvious, but yeah. if I had a family, I would certainly uh, have a firearm in the house, I think. Yeah, uh, especially because of the fact that we haven't really experienced a giant societal meltdown on the level of other civilizations in the past. Yeah. And not that I'm like anticipating that or think that we're coming close to some type of apocalyptic scenario. I think it'd be silly to think that that wouldn't happen very quickly, especially after things like, um, was it hurricane Andrew in the nineties when things kind of got pretty fucked up in the South and, uh, the LA riots and Koreatown and things like that. I think that people will behave, um, horribly and tribally very quickly I don't yeah, want to be I that's yeah i think it's true
2: and i always think about that and i'm always like i'm in, I'm in the worst spot to be yeah mm-hmm. like they're coming. Uh, yeah i a bad spot you're a lamb yeah where you are
1: yeah no i wonder yeah. that too but then i my my basically my philosophical question inside of that is the idea that i'm you know um primed for some uh, collapse or my society is or people are this bad and they're bloodthirsty. Like it's kind of antithetical to like everything I've ever believed in and everything I'm like trying to believe in and everything like I want the way to things be. So it's like this like fight of like, you know, realism versus idealism. Like if I actually believe in this stuff, like a proper righteous motherfucker and I don't think you should have this stuff and I don't think anyone should have this stuff, then I shouldn't fall prey to like fear tactics you know what i mean i think like the conservative side does like want to poke the other they want everyone to think we're like in danger oh that's why if you watch fox news for five minutes like four minutes of it's about shootings in chicago yeah because they want them to be armed yeah and i think currently they want us to think that fucking nazis are like
5: basically on the doorstep of every city and stuff like that totally i think that there's components there of like the fact that those kind of sensational things get people to watch tv you know it gets you more ratings get you more ad revenue and uh another thing being that the gun manufacturers you know the people who are paying for the nra want you to buy more guns so there's right. i mean there's a, a an extreme um lobby f- to get you to purchase guns there's like uh, that's why i always had a problem with not a problem, if I think that we don't focus on it enough in regards to um, the problems with the NRA, is that people are like, yeah, they really want people to, have, they want to put guns everywhere. In reality, th- I think that they're just a mouthpiece for the manufacturers to sell yeah. guns. There are so many fucking guns, and they're so expensive, and it's a, such a massive industry that... Uh, you're just stoking people's fear and getting them to spend. I mean, guns aren't mm. cheap. You need a new, no. yeah. And you know, a pistol is going to cost like six hundred bucks. You know, it's like not. Nah.
1: Yeah, and then it doesn't. These days, don't they have all like a bunch of like cute dressings and stuff for them, like like Cabbage Patch Kids? <laughs> you put know, like different cabbage outfits on, and on them. On them. Yeah. Scopes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah that's what you can do. Demo. Yeah, yeah. You can yeah. totally like modify them to just be like cool for you and stuff. Yeah. I was listening
4: to it's like a case
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, like your kick drum, bejeweled yeah. rifle. <laughs> you think I could get like a. Like a Black Panther AR-15.
5: Someone has that one now, yeah. I'm sure yeah. that Someone yeah. machine one or 3D <laughs> printed a casing for it. Say or...
1: hello to Wakanda. And <laughs> Did you I'll see the just... Black Panther? Yeah, it was the first movie I've seen in three years in the movies. Wow. Three movies. years? Dude. Yeah. The last What's... one I saw was was uh, right when my first kid was born. And I, I got out to try and see Star Wars and it was sold out. And I had to see Krampus. Oh,
2: right, oh, right. right. That was about
1: three years ago. And then yeah, I just see that. last week <laughs> oh, saw the Black Panther. That was yeah. yeah. oh, Krampus. You, you know what? <laughs> Surprisingly okay. okay. And like okay. really dark. Like everyone died. It didn't go the way I thought it wow. was gonna go. Is it like, about is
5: about, about the German Santa Claus oh, yeah. that eats you if you're bad? Yeah, it's like some
1: old German grandma like is living in the house and something she did as a kid, like cursed her whole family Shit. for Krampus to come <laughs> oh, back. God. And he basically came back and, like, yeah, murdered the whole family. Yeah. Well, I think that's why it wasn't too many. Sounds like they had
4: it coming. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, I mean. My yeah. Don't, poke, don't <laughs> poke the bear. Yeah, right. I mean. <laughs> he's a fucked up guy. Wait. I wanted to talk about you guys playing ska parts and why you don't anymore.
4: <laughs> Good question. <laughs> oh, man.
1: Like, what was just that was like
4: Probably the same reason I don't wear corduroy. Design. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, which yeah. is what? Yeah. yeah what? Uh,
5: that's
4: a good question. I'm deeper on it. I don't know. I grew out of them, I guess. <laughs>
5: yeah. I mean, we came from a ska band and I think that a lot of it had to do with the, the, all the skanking, you know, cause it was skanking. like a fun thing to do in high school. And we go and dance, uh, I will on record say show. I never
4: skanked. i guys used to try to- you try
5: to get... Oh, well, we used to try. Right. try to get you to do it all the time. <laughs> you, yeah,
4: exactly. It's on I wax do it.
5: now. Yeah. Never
1: tried? At least? I mean, I probably tried, tried, but I didn't do it like yeah. willingly. <laughs> Why? Say. You were going I to Scott shows and you wouldn't skank? No, I didn't skank. Kind of I was, I was really so
4: conscious about my skanking abilities. <laughs> we had friends that were very uh, good skankers. Yeah, I can't compete with them. Did you guys wear
5: flat caps? Tom did. Yeah, we're Jimmy Cat.
4: Yeah, yeah.
1: Suspenders? No, oh, come to that. <laughs> no, come on! No, that's now. like more of
4: like a skin, like the skinhead ska thing—not skinhead, but like rude boy,
1: mm. that kind of thing. Trojan
5: box set. So, uh, what was like yeah. your guys' influence in that world? Uh, we really liked Leftover Crack and Choking Victim. We really liked a whole like ska lot. punk. Yeah, Like, right, right, like
4: right. That, yeah, like uh, Suicide like Machines, Folly, and f- yeah, yeah, that kind of shit. Right. Um, that was more our shit.
5: Yeah, and, I mean, and and throw like second wave there. stuff, yeah, like but... specials. The Slackers were always a, a really great band to go. See. Every time they came to Wokesbury, we just. Yeah. Do you still listen to stuff like that? I listen to slackers all the time, man specials. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever
1: like miss I know like (laughs) obviously it would sound pretty bizarre tossing into a Menzinger song these days, but like do you ever miss like playing that stuff?
5: Uh yeah. There's a our friends do a Christmas show every December the Guild holiday party and all a bunch of bands from Philly they're friends with do cover bands Jody just saves a day yeah. with nice. Greg and yeah, some other yeah, people and I always fierce. wanted to do a specialist cover set. I think well, that was so Tom,
4: fun. you're holding back. You did an amazing <laughs> one. I forgot about where that. they hit Tom. It was in a band with some friends and they started out playing Operation Ivy songs and then on stage broke up and then Tom came. He left the stage. Yeah. As Tim Armstrong, right? Yeah, and then you came. No, he left as or, Jesse Michaels. Jesse Michaels. You and you were like, he was like, "Fuck this! I'm not, I'm, not, I'm quitting this band." Like mid song, and then came back as. And then I
5: came out as Lars Redstone. Lars Redd- Redd- and then played Rancid song song. on my head. So yeah. they broke up and then great. formed Rancid on stage. And we played "Time Bomb," which is like, song. So yeah, that was that was fun. <laughs> it was That's, awesome.
4: That's still one of the funniest things I think I've ever seen. Um,
1: sure. in Scranton, like, um. When you guys were coming up, what was the venue, or the venues?
5: We would, uh, I used to book at a lot of different uh, fire halls and VFWs until they would, they would do two or three shows, and they'd be like, all right, just yeah, people with chairs, you can't do this anymore. Right. Uh, there was a place called Cafe Del Sol, which was right by the university, um, in the hill section, and that was a small cafe that did punk and hardcore shows on the weekends, and uh, that was like the first place that I started seeing it. And then there was a skate park called Sessions. And the uh, there was an American Nightmare show, and then that <laughs> night people came and broke in and stole everything, so then they had to close.
4: Yeah. And
5: that had they, a good run, Close yeah, the whole establishment? Yeah, yeah they he, like, ran, just out ran out of out cash. Oh, it. shit.
1: That's not cool.
5: But he was also, you know, there's also some more stuff going on. He came after our old bass player. Remember when he hit him with a baseball bat? Because he thought yeah. that he knew who... Robbed them, yeah. He did. yeah it was like, apparently, <laughs> wow. I don't, I don't remember. The yeah, whole was all kinds of mess. Wait, what happened there?
3: So,
4: so <laughs> someone, so
1: someone robbed this venue. So anyway,
4: someone got hit with a baseball bat. Yeah, Next question. Sorry, yeah, <laughs> you kind of glossed past that. Yeah, so yeah.
1: the owner of this place thought your old bass player knew something. Knew. Why something, would he yeah. think that? Because he, he did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah good call yeah. <laughs> did the baseball bat work did
5: he say uh, No, I don't, think he did. I don't know did yeah. he held yeah. true
1: even after a batting
5: yeah I think so wow. that's strong that's yeah. strong
2: I remember going to this <laughs> Wilkesbury barre fest oh, yeah. positive numbers
5: fest
3: I,
2: I,
4: yeah.
2: I, maybe it was positive numbers I remember seeing like Chamberlain this was like oh. early
4: 2000s that was yeah cause positive that was like a hardcore I think festive. this was like yeah, I don't think what it yeah. Was this was like maybe fest. pre
1: this was more emo yeah, yeah okay. like I played it once in the late 90s yeah and almost got into a fight with the Juliana Theory yeah, yeah, <laughs> they're they fighters.
4: They sound like fighters to me. <laughs> no,
1: they were not. They yeah. were. In,
4: they were not. It was ones <laughs> 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 Yeah, yeah so to mention that
5: most of the places that we would go see shows were in Wilkesbury. Yeah, yeah. Okay. was. They had the longer South. running
4: venues. Like Scranton's venues would pop up here and there. You know, even a couple years at a time. Some like sessions, but Wilkesbury had the longer. Cafe Metropolis and and Home Base were like the two long running like punk and hardcore venues and. So, yeah, that was like one would pop up in Scranton. We'd try to keep it alive for a little bit or book a show at a fire hall, whatever. But that was always a consistent place to play. Yeah. I and mean, that's where we would always get shows sure. to, like, get offers to open for. We like, played a great show together at Cafe Metropolis. Yeah, Holy It shit. was
1: cool. In the early stages. Was this Gaslight? With Menzinger's and Gaslight. Yeah. We both came up at, like, the same exact time. Yeah. And they, they had us come play in Wilkes-Barre, Cafe Metropolis. And I asked them to come play. At this place called the Loft in New Brunswick, which yeah. is just this like crazy apartment loft skate spot that a bunch of people lived in, we did shows. Yeah, we played as Ricky Bobby in the Talladega Nights. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I remember the floor <laughs> at that place, like oh, kind of. Yeah. Being a little bouncy, like Fucked the second up. floor.
1: The place is crazy. It was like, it was, it was in the back of this industrial complex and on the bottom floor was all these like garages and chop shops that literally had like junkyard dogs during the day, <laughs> like scary ass, like pit bulls, like sitting down there. And then you loaded up just the most rickety, like wooden, uh, staircase upstairs into their apartment, loading amps and shit on that yeah. was like, not cool. It was uh, a trip of a place. Yeah, yeah that show was awesome. I remember getting cool pizza show. around the
4: corner from that yeah. place. Yeah. some pizza place. And yeah.
1: Eric told me a story last night that he had to, like, shit really bad when he was there <laughs> and, like, ran out the front door three blocks away. I'm like, where the fuck did you run yeah. <laughs> in that part of New Brunswick that actually let you shit? Yeah. Like, I, I couldn't even.
5: Who knows? I actually vaguely remember that, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's not a
1: good place to have to do that at all. Definitely not. Yeah. Um, I heard Eric's been getting a lot of ribbing for uh, moving to New
5: Jersey. <laughs> well, <laughs> why would we make fun of somebody for moving to New Jersey? Well, well, yeah, yeah, Jonah can
1: maybe talk about this because Jonah is under the impression Benny. that <laughs> like that we don't eat food after eight thirty at night.
2: I, I was um, out and I was with I was with Benny and Phil in uh, Jersey City. How did this happen? And I was like, and Benny was like, we should get dinner. I was like, oh, should, is stuff open or this there late?
1: Places. To,
2: it, was like <laughs> it was like eight o'clock. I was like, we should probably get moving, stuff. Like, and Benny was like, no, this is like a real,
1: like you know, this is like so, a place. <laughs> like, we American eat, city. We yeah. like eat food at night. You know? like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, we do everything like you guys. You know? I just yeah, hey, I know, I'm from
2: Cleveland. Like everything closes early there. I don't know. It was
1: just, honestly the the where where it was coming from wasn't your Cleveland. It was. Your Brooklyn. That's, right. That's from, fair. Okay? That's fair. That's true. coming from a. That's true. It was snooty. Okay, it was very snooty. So Eric's been. I mean, let's be real. Tom, don't be so tongue in cheek.
4: Well, no, it's to give backstory. Eric, yeah, Eric moved to. He moved out of Philly like almost to a year ago yeah, Jersey to Jersey City. City. yeah. Um, and we, yeah, we give him a little shit for it, just because. I mean, only. Well, for a couple of reasons, we love Jersey, but.
1: It's funny. You got, you it's were, funny that you moved to Jersey. Back. You're like, holding back. Yeah,
4: hell? Well, we always... You're uh, holding back for my think, think of like... Do you
1: guys want me to step out? Because <laughs> no, Jonah will <laughs> go on about Jersey for like fifty minutes. Because you guys have me. two
2: more shows in Jersey this week? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's
1: right. what it is. That's
5: no, I really am just trying to think of a good enough reason for me to, to, to make fun of New Jersey. And kind of like... Don't have one.
4: Well, it, I mean, growing up in Scranton, it wasn't Jersey wasn't really like on our radar so much. But then when we moved to Philly, everybody's like, fucking Jersey, right?" Yeah, yeah, fuck that yeah, yeah. Place. I think it's just like, people really come in to party bad.
5: downtown and like you know get fights on South Street and yeah. act like maniacs, and then go back to New Jersey. Uh, yeah, like Jersey. Like go the, back to New Jersey. People
1: from New Jersey who are <laughs> fucking up Philly, guys. Yes. Yeah, I'm sure or that's <laughs> the case. Sports, sports is a big thing because people but it's like, not everyone from Nazareth <laughs> coming <laughs> into <laughs> town.
4: It's everyone from Jersey. Yeah, I think I think it's I think it's like the Eagles thing in the Phillies yeah, because you have sure. a lot of South Philly. Or South Jersey, um, Eagles and Phillies fans, or whatever. So people are like, "You don't even live in Pennsylvania, you know?" Uh, but you're like right. t- five minutes away. Probably closer that there than you are in North Philly. You know? Well, I mean, you have
1: no choice in New Jersey. You either have to choose a Pennsylvania team or a New York yeah. team. Mm-hmm. we we don't have one.
5: Yeah,
1: I think <laughs> it's people
5: from New do. Jersey are, are really uh, take a lot of pride in being from New Jersey too. Yeah, almost rightfully so. Know, like, right, like, yeah, yeah, we so. We, so you kind of want to like bust them back, though. Yeah. You know? Well, we, but kinda, we do the same. Th- show this, this is crazy. where it's,
1: it's like this cyclical thing that happens because we're not like proud to be from new jersey it's it's all defensive
3: yeah Mm -hmm. it's like
1: it's like when you've been attacked this long you're just like yeah fuck you this is where i'm from you know what i mean
0: how all all of a sudden like
1: liberals have you know the big balls now in the last year now they've been attacked and like they're like oh we actually have <laughs> to fight right for back. something yeah. crazy. I think yeah? we, the main reason
4: we busted his ass because we lived in Philly for like t- almost 10 years now and we're from Scranton, two hours north. It's like, you know, all very Pennsylvania. In like, yeah. And so we're like, in really? Do you Like, why? So
1: how old is everyone in Men's Singer's? Uh, me. Bust out some ages. I'm 32. 32 I'm the oldest. 31.
5: Eric's 31. And Greg is 29.
1: So you guys are about 120 years old. Is Eric <laughs> think
5: of it that way. the <laughs> only one
1: who's ever lived out of Pennsylvania?
5: He, no, Greg's well, Greg, dad is from Long Island. Yeah, well, Greg so was born in Cincinnati. Yeah, he was oh, born in Cincinnati. Yeah. Greg's
1: not even real. He's no. not even real.
4: We should but can you that. say <laughs> Scranton for me?
5: Scranton. Uh, you, you, you held I say Scranton. Scranton. Yeah. <laughs> and I do the T to overcompensate for saying Scranton my whole life.
4: I didn't know it was such a thing outside of the area that people knew. Because so many people say that they're like, "How do you say it? Oh, you yeah. say the T. You I'm just enunciate like, well, yeah. like, your T's." And yeah. and out well, it's because here we grow up even not have...
5: doing it, and then you mm-hmm. overcompensate it because so many people were like, "What? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> what? What?
3: Uh, Benny Where
5: are you ma- ma- from?"
2: <laughs> Benny yeah. mentioned something earlier about us talking about aliens. Yeah, uh, anytime. Which is something I love talking Marine. about awesome. now too. Yeah. I recently, uh, well, not recently. Last year, I interviewed Tom DeLong about aliens. Sick, and, and he's kind
4: of like the alien master now. I mean, yeah. he's the gap. He bridges the gap between the alternative. Yeah, and the alien, do you think he's US actually biologist.
1: has he actually communicated? You think
5: Tom? He, he, I don't know. I uh, you know I think that truth is stranger than fiction, and like some of that shit that he's saying might be like who knows? How would it? How would disclosure happen? Would it be through? a guy from a pop punk band that was huge and you know the night yeah like i wouldn't be surprised yeah i mean there's a our to our as, as a fucking years. president i don't <laughs> I mean, know like, what's who knows yeah yeah i mean, I, mean I think anything that will
4: like all. for our generation to be to have that kind of like speaker for it like you, that's important you know it's like yeah. that's awesome do think. you think we'll have contact
2: with <laughs> aliens during our lifetime
5: I don't, know. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I think that we may already have it. Um, yeah. But I think, as far as like publicly accepted, open um, disclosure, acknowledged by all kinds of you know the, all of the institutions that we would want to be recognizing it. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I think that we will discover some type of um, microorganism or something as space exploration in our solar system gets more uh, advanced, especially on like some of the the water on like Phobos. Uh, mm-hmm. Or in Mars itself, or something like that. I think that would be really likely to happen.
1: I, I gotta be honest about something. <laughs> I, We're the take, only ones is that we might be the only. Ones. Um, like, I enjoy alien stuff, movies, Independence Day. You know, the Fire in the Sky where DB Sweeney got the fucking mm-hmm. shit Those stuck in his eye. In yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff, like that stuff is fun. And then, you know, I watch ancient aliens sometimes in the brief research I was doing for this interview, I kind of don't believe in aliens anymore (laughs) within like 15 minutes of like looking into like all this shit that kind of, well, at least I, I don't think I believe in UFOs at all. Now, like, tell me this, why before like 1947 were there like basically no sightings of ufos well like like why it seems so obvious that the connection between like advances in you know aviation and you know just commercial air technology led to people just all of a sudden seeing some crazy shit that for sure someone didn't want someone to know about and maybe they were into the fact that people thought it was aliens because it caught them off their own scent yeah and then and then like you know The Air Force was in '97, basically completely like debunked what happened at Roswell, and and you know released so much information that kind of backs it up. Like I was like, I don't know, I'm skeptical. Yeah, Yeah.
5: I think it's really difficult to put uh, to attribute any type of motivation or um, reasoning behind the motivations of an extraterrestrial race because I think it's so far away from something that we can understand that as humans and as the way that we do things politically and socially from the way that we evolved here, we would put motivations onto it. Like, well, people say, what were well, they observing us? Or, like, what's the thing? Is like, I don't know who fuck has any clue what they could possibly be doing. But as far as the advent of all the UFO settings in the 1940s, I think it could have something to do with the advent of nuclear um, weapons and how close we came... Or how close we still are, as opposed to completely destroying uh, ourselves and the planet. I don't know if they have some kind of motivation. And I say they, you know, uh, some kind of motivation to stop that from happening, or to uh, Uh. you know, kind of. Take it a little bit more seriously. Like I think that one of the things that someone said is like the kids found the matches, so you have to like watch them now. Like, um, right? To so get close to just completely destroying. Yeah, everything. and in
2: that, and wouldn't you say isn't there a popular theory that like they're observing us? Like they could be in any form, but like they don't think we're ready to like really reveal themselves to us based on like how we're living.
5: Yeah, that's the like thing, we're like, not evolved have, enough. Totally. Like our like they may even just be us at a different stage of consciousness. Exactly. Or We might be conscious beings that haven't moved from this physical plane you know that's what would explain why some of their behavior is to just appear and disappear um well, like I mean, we would I, be I, like I, ants compared to but, but, uh, uh, in that yeah. logic
1: are they are they our creators in that logic
5: no idea
2: i maybe I, maybe i think it's more like you know like if we don't destroy ourselves like look look what like humans would see of us like 2000 years ago based if they came here like we would seem like aliens like, tune it. We would look the same, but like, imagine like what we'll look like in like 100,000 years if we don't blow up our planet. Right. Like, I think it's just a different stage of like technology and like evolution. Totally.
1: I feel like if someone's like watching from a distance and like didn't see a bunch of stuff they didn't like, they'd be like a lot quicker to just kind of set the reset button here, you know?
5: Yeah. Like, that's and- the, coming back to like the whole uh, uh, ascribing motivation to them. You know, it's like, well, who fucking. I don't know. I, I like the theory or the idea that maybe our um, – the relationship that consciousness has to energy and matter is not fully understood by us yet. It might be more anchored in uh, something that is quantifiable in the future, You know, like an actual scientific um, connection. And then maybe that will start to explain more of the um, esoteric things that we – that people seem to come to conclusions with at all the, the religions uh, at the same time around the world and things like that. Yeah. All that weird shit.
1: I sometimes, I mean, I wonder, I I almost feel like the answer is going to come from the inside, not space. You know what I mean? Like, we've only gone, what, two miles under us, and that's it? Like, we we have like 98% of Earth unexplored. We haven't even.
5: The oceans as well. Damn. (laughs) There's
1: some wild stuff down there. Definitely. You see James Cameron riding them submarines like three miles deep into the water? Nuts. He's so cool. Yeah. Man. (laughs) I just think of the cool stuff that I would do with money if I had like James Cameron money mm-hmm. oh, and definitely. like building like the best submarine ever made to go mm-hmm. the deepest into the water ever. Because
5: you wanted to find the Titanic, just, make a movie a about it. a
1: great way to spend your money. <laughs> so you know? awesome. Yeah. It's so cool. What would you do if you had like James Cameron money?
5: Oh, man. And we're Not talking- going a submarine under the fucking water. That's <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. I hate no, that. No. That prospect's awful. I guess, uh, well, I definitely don't have the facilities to do anything like Elon Musk does, but that would be my dream, to be like, really just kind of get people interested in uh, space.
4: Privatize.
1: Well, I think James Cameron might have close to, like, Elon Musk money. He might. So you you could maybe, like, start your own competing Tesla company. That's true.
4: What would you call it? Oh, man. Tomsla. <laughs> Tom, <laughs> <Probably. laughs> we gotta think that we gotta storyboard that one. About yeah. that,
3: I'm
2: hey, not you gotta start that. somewhere. <laughs> I get Joe. What about you? Yeah, what's what's you... your what's your oh, Cameron reality?
4: By That's the tough. Sixers, by the Six, yeah. <laughs> 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 Trust. It. The Joe process. Yeah. I would just buy myself onto the team. I would play. <laughs> ah, they yeah, play? I would play. Nice. No, oh, I I'd, like that. That'd be terrifying. Basketball was never my sport. I was, again, way too timid of a person to play. Like baseball, you, you, you hit it and you run, whatever. Basketball, you got to be up in someone's shit. Like, you got to <laughs> yeah. be, like, pushing people, kind of getting a little physical. It's like, not for nah, you. I was not that kind of. So I, I'd buy onto the Phillies. <laughs>
1: That's I, I never mean. took you as timid. Really? Oh, he's nice. I don't know. Yeah, yeah but I Sometimes mean... Sometimes you even wear, like,
4: sunglasses
1: inside.
4: I might like that. You know?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, all right, yeah.
4: <laughs> I'm down with
5: that. That's fine. Man, I'll never forget that one time we were with the Bouncing Souls, and we did that first tour with them, and some kid, like, real cool-looking kid walked by with sunglasses on inside, and Brian Keelan looked over at him and goes, your future's not that bright, kid. <laughs> 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 I was like, like holy damn. shit, these guys don't like, no fuck. He got him. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh man, that's good. Yeah, he's not playing that shit. No, no. I just heard a great story about. So my uh, my wife's uncle is like an old school punk rocker hippie. He like he was a hippie in the late '60s. And I was at the, he's a, they restore cars for a living, and I'm at the shop, and this guy comes, and he's like, "Oh, you're gonna meet this guy. Me and him saw the Ramones at the Stone Pony in 1975." Oh, shit! This is cool, and he's like he's he's explaining what this guy said to him. He's like, "I got a call from this guy, and he said, "Listen, we gotta go see this band. Every song sounds the same, but they all kick fucking ass <laughs> <laughs> and that was the description of them going to see the Ramones oh, five awesome. at the pony man, how cool
5: that is, pretty that is so fucking cool.
1: I wonder like and it just got me thinking of like what what would be like." the like venue and era and band like if i could just choose like yeah. that great moment in time of like a, the perfect band and which one i'd want to go see you know mm-hmm. i mean
5: clash that would have sure. to go right back to the Clash, yeah. to clash.
1: but like sure. what era and like where like Shea uh,
4: stadium or like before no, that? no before like in some we're...
5: like shitty british town in yeah. the north yeah, uh, in like, like I don't want to see them when seven, they suck. Like, I want to see. Did the they have all the good, songs you <laughs> wanted to hear by then? No, but if I had to narrow yeah. it down and pick one, I guess I'd yeah. pick that one.
4: Yeah, like I think a lot of people their first thing to jump to is like I want to see them before. Like yeah, like like you said, but
5: yeah, but which I
4: which I I do back, but I want to see. Yeah, I guess like you said too. Like I want to see the the song like they didn't write those songs. songs. Yeah, yeah, right? you gotta, like, yeah. yeah. Right.
5: Maybe one of the Clash on Broadway shows. So uh, like a dozen of those or something? Is that, yeah. that could be cool yeah.
4: Or like we, we used to have that poster In our house Remember it was the clash At like some uh, Glasgow O two, 2 Some shit Like it was a picture Of them backstage Oh yeah But like Not like the biggest place Like thousand people Yeah, You know Something like that Like if you're yeah, familiar awesome. With Philly Like Union Transfer size like, Right 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 Or uh, Webster Hall Like I think that That'd would be, be so Like awesome. a good size Because they're big But it's still Somewhat intimate You know Yeah I think it would be A good era Joan will <laughs> be yours <sighs>
2: I don't know. You know, I was thinking about it a little bit. Yeah. I think uh, I think maybe Guns N' Roses. Like, oh, Like, and like LA. Appetite, like, L.A. Yeah. Strip, like, Man, that record, like, original lineup. That would
5: be pretty badass. I think that would be pretty good. Yeah, yeah. that would be badass, if not just with the for the crowd. Yeah, the yeah. crowd yeah. would be, be incredible.
4: I want to be at the Social Distortion Roxy show that they <laughs> have the live album for. Oh, That's my God. It. I just think of the Roxy when you said that. I want to be there.
1: I just picture when you talk about the Guns N' Roses show I just picture the beginning of Airheads (laughs) <laughs> like it's someone who just looks like Brandon Fraser yeah. on a motorcycle just pulling up.
2: Well, I would have been to my mom took me to see them on the Illusion tour in 91, but I was like 12. Hell yeah. That was my one of my first shows. But yeah, I think the Appetite tour. If I was older, I wouldn't want to go when I was 12. I want to go no, when I was yeah, like yeah. 21. Yeah. Like old enough to drink but still super young. Old enough yeah. to yeah. decide
1: whether you want to do some cocaine or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where it's just not <laughs> off the table. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Benny? <laughs> I don't know. I go back. It like right off the top, I could come up with like dozens, but I definitely think of like a a really early Zeppelin gig. Yeah, like like yeah. in England, you know, mm-hmm. at one of the smaller places because they did have those. But again, that's where like that's not all my favorite songs, right? You know. But then I um I think about Nirvana was like still small when Nevermind came out for like a while. That's true. Mm-hmm. So like. Oh. So I could have a chance to see like Nirvana played like the Court Tavern and like weird places like that. Yeah, we, it's played place in, yeah, we played a place,
4: yeah, and we played a place in Seattle that was really small, like in two thousand eight or some shit that they used to play uh, the set Sat- is
5: that a place? That's in Seattle. Yeah, I think it was yeah. there. I don't
4: want to like misquote this, but yeah, I think it was there. But same deal, like small something like that would be cool because that would be
1: super intimate, and then I could hear all the songs I want. Yeah, but then and then I I don't know, but maybe seeing like like. Like Nas in like the early '90s in the city somewhere, like or like Biggie in the city somewhere, like mm-hmm. way early on. It's Biggie's anniversary today, and someone really? Lizzie Goodman just retweeted uh, Biggie just spitting like when he was 17 on the street in Brooklyn. It's just so good. So, awesome. so I'd love to see something like that.
2: Yeah, that would be cool. I mean, Brad doesn't have a mic, but I'm assuming replacements.
1: Yeah, Brad, where's yours? Oh, Replacements, Minneapolis. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I
3: would go, no, i go old school. I'd go either the 72 Stones tour okay. or Front Table at the fucking, at like Sinatra. Oh, cool. that's yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah, that's
5: wow. Cool. i go way back. I like lost, that. Yeah. Oh. I saw
3: The Clash and I saw Nirvana in like a venue the size of Barry
1: right, you actually did that cool show. Wow. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Lived that yeah. life. But I just like to remember the
3: shows that I was at. Mm-hmm.
1: I like the idea of oh, that's kind of fun. Like like a Henry Hill Goodfellas scenario, yeah. where like <laughs> they actually bring out a table for you. Yeah, and you walk through the back kitchen.
4: Like Garwood, like playing, yeah, at Garwood like playing like in Garwood. You know, <laughs> walk through the back kitchen.
1: <laughs> I feel fucking so bad at that place. Yeah. Where is like like this? Where's this so place? Th- it's Crossroads. Crossroads. Okay. Th- this venue in Garwood that Andy Diamond's doing shows at. And it's a really cool place. And the guy who owns it's great. But like to get from the backstage area to the stage, you got to go through the kitchen. And it's not cool like Goodfellas. Like it's actual dudes like working <laughs> yeah. back there like hard. You yeah, know what and I it's mean? It's not like, the prep
5: part of the kitchen. It's okay. the it's the two feet, well, I guess three feet wide part where the fryer and grill is. The maybe table it's good. Just, Would you, maybe you
2: prefer that versus walking through the crowd like oh, St. Vitus? Yeah. 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 yeah.
5: yeah.
4: yeah, yeah for loading sure. as, moving people. this is where drummers yeah.
1: can talk right now. <laughs> like loading like stands with cymbals on them through a crowd. Fucking sucks. Yeah. Like you either have a choice to like say excuse me forty five times a trip or just be an asshole mm-hmm. and start poking people's legs. Yeah, you know? yeah. Which I usually just eventually I just I go with. Yeah. I, a some girl I did me. that it's to some audible. girl last night. I was trying to load off, and she was sitting there just having a chat. And like, excuse me, made zero effort. Saw me, <laughs> excuse me, and I kind of nudged through. I'm like, good effort. Thanks. You, really you know what's out. that? sound really really a little shitty right now,
4: but you're dragging things through the state through the crowd, and they're there to see your band. Wouldn't they be like, just yeah? Hey, you're cool. Like, <laughs> I like, I'm going to see your band. Like, yeah, move It's not like this like stink face. Or it's like, <laughs> when I'm on stage, yeah. you're not giving me that stink face. You yeah. know? Well, Why didn't
1: <laughs> ever their instinct to just help?
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why yeah.
1: is you never an instinct to just be like, yeah, we could get him on stage in four seconds if six of us just grab a stand.
4: Yeah. yeah. Right. Like what's the like s- the system like the bucket system? Fire out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. The
1: Eli Whitney of loading drums. Like, <laughs> you <know? laughs>
4: Do you want a bunch of
2: strangers that are, like handling your drums? Like no. Probably not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's
5: probably
1: that's not. Good point, yeah. yeah <laughs> some, and, oh I'll help dude. And, yeah, yeah. yeah, like this, all of a sudden his symbols in the front of like cutting through an yeah. ant <laughs> he's yeah. usually
5: holding a beer, so you'd only have one hand anyway. You that's know? true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think this through. Yeah. In theory
4: it's
1: <laughs> I don't know. But it is annoying. It is. I mean I, I was thinking that yesterday. I go to my drum space yesterday to set up for the show. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, I have to break this down right now. Put it all in shit. In the van, drive literally like I don't know, 20 minutes, yeah. Just take it all out totally, put it on, back down, back in the van. Have to convince Jared to leave. And thanks for that, Tom. Yeah, no your help. you weren't helping there. <laughs> Jared, he sings for my band right now. He's 27, you know what I mean? He's got two German Shepherds, no kids. It's just you know, he'll go all night, yeah. But we got we take the van together, you know, right. With different lifestyles these days.
2: <laughs> how long does it take you from like drums in cases to like fully set up hardware ready to go? Where am
1: I? Yeah. Like uh, how much space do I have? How much how much <laughs> yeah. time do I need to do? It? Yeah. if I need to do it, I yeah. can do it in like 10 minutes. Like, 10. ten what's the fastest yeah. you yeah. could do
4: it? Oh, yeah, 5 minutes. Yeah, if you need to. Yeah, but if you you're taking it. your time fucking around. Right, who cares? Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: I'm not I'm not breaking my back.
4: Yeah. I like that. You like I used to like
1: always attack a drum set. I was like, all right, set up a drum set. Now I'm like I'm like a turtle, man. Just grab this piece, yeah. Sip a drink. Check phone. <laughs> well, me and Joan are, are are practicing not looking at our phones as much.
5: Nice. We yeah. we
1: downloaded an app where you press a button and you grow a tree. Yeah. Um You know about this one, Joe? Uh I have heard. Yeah. yeah, you've heard. <laughs> I've heard. And um and then eventually you grow a forest when you. Wow. when and if you
2: check your phone, you kill this tree. Yeah, and your tree oh, dies no. if you <laughs> check you never- your phone.
1: <laughs> Jonah turned me on to it and. I I gave him a friend request about like four or five <laughs> days
2: ago. Benny, I said Benny, add me as your friend. We can have some accountability. And then yeah. just <laughs> He, he,
1: he sent me his Friends, email. Ma- you know how many fucking times I've emailed you? Send me your email address. <laughs> well,
2: because I thought I have a couple different emails <laughs> and I have a specific one linked with this app. So I
1: want to make sure we're on the same page. And guess what's going on with my friend request?
5: It's uh, in limbo. <laughs>
1: it's, it's in limbo. Just never yeah. never been answered. Yeah, and it's, I already like don't want to play. Just trees a little anymore. leaf <laughs> hanging off of that tree. That's <laughs> no. what that friend
2: request. is. Benny, makes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's, it's
5: been a you know. I forgot. Whatever. Do. I'll be your friend down there if you want. If you want to try it, have I'll you done it? it? No, I used. What one, know that uh, you grew a, a different plant f- with uh, every glass of water that you drank.
2: Oh, interesting. and I That's drank a...
5: three or four times as much water as I usually really. Do that reason, I think. That's
2: huh. what I've been. I've been need to drink more water. Yeah, I'm bad about that. I had one that was yeah. a
5: water
4: thing where like you shake it and the water moves and like as if your phone's a bottle of water, so the water like moves and like waves around like as you move your phone and it would fill the more you drank nice. it was kind of cool you could fun. see it yeah you could see the water i feel like
2: do you still like i feel like i was get those after and get really into them for like a week and then never yeah. use them again yeah. yeah that's what that one was yeah. i did
4: and i
5: kept track but i lost i it. killed a plant and then i didn't go back yeah i, had, just, a bo- I okay, had a whole garden done. full of plants though before it's great yeah yeah, and I did feel like a weird attachment to this non, you know, sentient Dude, <laughs> computer program thing. Dude, I have the same thing. problem, man. I do. I <laughs> what can't. What is feel bad? What is that? What?
1: Well, that's the thing too. I mean, like if you think enough Empathy. as far as like of <laughs> what, what is that? of what reality actually is. You know what I mean? Like sure. reality is merely like perception at any point. And like the idea that like I became emotionally invested in the survival of anything Made me attached to it, and I didn't want to see it die. And in a way, it does actually die, right? Yeah. Like, like I, I had this issue. I had this Farmville game <laughs> where I grew many. I've definitely
5: many, seen like an animals, on Facebook. That yeah, yeah, me many to be animals. Farmville. And
1: you know, I had a lot of things going, and I was so bored of this fucking game. I didn't want to play it anymore, but I just felt this need for months. I didn't advance in the game or anything. I just basically. Kept it going. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? In a weird, like Truman show kind of way where like I'm literally like the button master of this place. Like you're talking about. Like if we're really like an experiment from somebody from another place.
2: Like, let's see how this thing
1: plays out. Oh man, fuck this reset. Yeah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, (laughs) you know, here comes the big wave and they Mm. just, you know, put another
4: sim game on. Yeah. I had a similar one with the cats, like you showed me, Tom. It was like you take care of cats in this yard, and then as you play the game, the yard expands to like the living room, and you get a little living room for your cats, and you just give them toys and keep them happy. And you can name
3: the the cats. I I don't like cats.
5: (laughs) (laughs) But it is
1: real, isn't
5: it? Yeah, I think so. Uh, uh, You know, it, it interacts with you the same way that any other pet animal kind of thing would. Yeah. To a degree, you know. And I mean, and it, like goldfish is the same thing. Like, you know, how, what kind of uh, communication do you have with a goldfish? You know, it like gets sure. excited when you feed it, I yeah. guess. Uh, and I don't own one, so I might just be talking <laughs> shit on goldfish. That but if be- you
1: believe that, like, science fiction is an indication of the future, which it usually is, like, that experience is soon going to be like the human experience. Like, it's going to be lived. Virtually, you know what I mean, like these side lives you're gonna have and stuff like that. Like, totally it's getting realer and realer. It's already
5: started. I have uh, uh, some friends who play video games online that are with like thousands of people. You know, like online yeah, games, the real life, stuff. MMOs, yeah, that kind of yeah. shit. MMO, yeah, yeah, MMOs, mm-hmm. and uh, they'll spend you, you know three hours a day doing that. And if you're working for another eight hours, and then you have to eat for an hour, like your social life is as an avatar with other people and as the sensory part of it gets more realistic, like, um, if you could actually tap into, to, uh, your neurological network and what would be the difference? You know? Yeah.
4: I think people like so many people I talked to, like, remember the, I don't know, we might be like dating ourselves here, but like, the avatar thing, it was like ICQ or whatever, like late nineties, early two thousands. You got like, you made like a little person and it was like a chat room, but it was like a visual one. You'd go to different like rooms of this house and you'd talk to people, but you designed your own little like character. I'm sure there was all kinds of things for this. I just remember this one specific one and everybody laughs at that now. And they're like, that's so dumb you just like go and talk to people and like tell them how you're feeling i'm like yeah facebook that's exactly what you're still doing like it's, it's all the same it's just in different forms I, feel.
1: I mean maybe it's even cool in a way in the advancement of like society because you know you know you say like uh oh you should always be judged on like the content of your character and like how good of a person you are and that's where judgment is but like like it or not people are judging people on how they look on first glance like constantly yeah totally. so like what if there was this like true purity of experience where like on this thing you are equal and you're being judged on like how kind you are and how well written i suppose yeah. <laughs> like knowledgeable and all these different things like that would take that away
5: yeah Jeez. so wild
1: maybe it will save us
5: maybe yeah
2: Uh, thanks to Joe and Tom for coming by. Thank you to A-Bar for allowing us to record in your bar. If you're in Greenpoint and want to get a beer on Manhattan Avenue near McCarran Park. Or a Kombucha on Tack. Or a Kombucha yeah, on Tack. Or a it's Cold Brew. it's been pointed
3: out, it's a great place to go if you're off the sauce, as they say. Yeah. Because you can, you can hang with everybody there else. There is Cold Brew in Kombucha. I think that's fantastic. Which is strong. I think it's good. Strong selections. Yeah, very we strong. Need a break now. But
1: thanks so much for. Ha- I mean, it's so nice that they let us do it. here. It is you nice, know? and uh, people can give us money now, right?
2: Yes, if you want to give us money, you can go to Patreon. Dot com slash going off track. Um, you can donate. You can get some cool incentives. You can get early episodes. And just get...
1: a reminder: Jonah is the only one around here without children. Okay, that's true. He's got nothing to pay for but himself. <laughs> it's true. I mean, and his ramen bowls. And I mean, whatever the I fuck be, he does. I, I think
2: you would be surprised. I'm a little. I like organic produce. I got you know <laughs> like I. I have some things that. What's y-
1: like your daily nut? Like you wake up in the morning. Like what are you spending a day just on yourself? I don't. Know. I'm talking. Let me. like This is yoga class entry. Right. 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 This is food, drink. Are we talking rent too on top of this? Um, yeah. If you want to prorate your rent, no, no, not rent. That okay. would just confuse it. Yeah. Like out of your wallet. But we talking like my cell phone bill? No. No. Okay, I'm talking like insurance. out of your wallet daily.
2: Night. Okay. Like you're walking around, you I, got a bunch of stuff. I'm a to big do. like I'm a big proponent of like monthly passes. So I'm like sure. I'm monthly for Subway. I'm monthly for yoga. Okay. Like anything I use, you know, yearly for the bathhouse. Anything I use a lot, I just kind of. Uh, but I would say, you know, I'll, I'll get an americano maybe. Sure. Uh, yeah, I'll get you know. I need all my smoothie supplies, organic sure. collagen powder, maca. I I would say probably like just on coffee and food i don't know maybe 20 20 30 bucks but if i'm you know it it depends if i'm if i'm going out to dinner you know that could get crazy if i'm especially in
1: brooklyn yeah yeah what do you people spend for dinner there about what 70 a plate no 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 for avocado toast no i don't even know what you people eat no,
2: I mean, but you know, I, I'll tell you, you know what, you, you know, if I, get a, if I get a juice press, I'm getting a smoothie, 10 bucks. 10 bucks. Uh, yeah. You know, I get it. My get,
1: my local smoothie spot is 10 and change. Yeah. But that's why I got to go to Nature's Way, the old school spot. That's yeah. It's like a regular smoothie, it's not a deluxe. I mean, it's got or, a lot of stuff in it and organic. I'll only do organic.
2: Know. If I'm going to pay 10 bucks for it, because yeah. all these places around here, like Liquiteria, Juice Generation, you go in there, you're paying 10 bucks. It's not organic produce. Yeah. I feel like if I'm gonna pay, yeah. like juice press is expensive, but they put a lot of shit in there, and it's all organic. You that to, should be you, organic cause juice you go
1: to the A and P and get the ingredients for seventy five yeah. cents.
2: Yeah, and juice has yeah, like so much pesticides, GMOs, like well, so. It's just
1: so much of the. You know what I'm concerned about is that exactly is that now that we find out your daily nut on just stuff like this, I think, I don't think we inspired people to give us money. Well. <laughs> I do everyone. This is Jonah. Brad's got <laughs> <not> kids. Like- <laughs> I got kids. They get as, as I've gotten older. You know, I've, I feel like it's. I impl- make eggs in the morning. It's turned into like eight. Yeah, I used to make like you know a couple for me and the eight the, eggs. Yeah, you know, I used to make two for me. It's
3: because you're in training, right? Eight eggs.
1: No, it's not for me. <laughs> <But> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm a, I'm cooking breakfast for the family. I, I almost ripped through. It's like a two, dozen th- eggs. Two
3: thirds of a dozen eggs. But- like,
1: I you feel like a camp cafeteria. As I've got, I think that
2: self care is important though, and I think as I've gotten, I do. I think as I've gotten older, like I spend less money at bars, I go out less. Like I feel like I don't feel as bad dropping ten bucks on a smoothie. Yeah, you know, sure. If it's gonna, you know, be healthy and satiate me.
1: I mean, the one thing that people should know that when Jonah just said, "I'll," I'll spend ten bucks. Basically, he was pointing at himself. <laughs> to be like to maintain <laughs> this and he kind of did to that maintain whole
3: this with his hands he went
1: from his shoulders to his knees just like almost like look at the fucking goods yoga boy it was really i mean yeah i don't know man we're not we're not gonna do well with money on this one <laughs> yeah yeah shit man you asked you <laughs> asked benny you wanted to go down this road <laughs> Joe and Tom spend way less money than you, probably.
2: Yeah, and they live in Philly, so they, they definitely spend less money on rent.
1: Yeah, they just drink, I don't know, what they probably just have a beer and a scrapple, and then they're good together yeah, for yeah, the day, yeah. right? You should really... It's like, Eagles! Woo! Yeah, you should... That's di- one thing I'm mad we didn't talk about in this interview. I know that those guys were on tour when the Eagles won the Super Bowl, and they watched it in Antwerp with a bunch of Europeans oh, right. at like 4 in the morning, Yeah, and I forgot to ask about it. We'll, we'll have to have them back. Yeah. That'd be fun. After the party. Maybe different. Oh, good job.
2: (laughs) Thanks, everyone. Yeah, thanks. Uh, Thanks. Bye.